friends, welcome to Rough Life. We love a transport day, and this week we had a special guest. A vet student at Mississippi State University Vet School reached out to B2CAS a few weeks ago and told us she needed to complete 10 community service hours for one of her summer classes. And we were so excited to hear that. <laughs> we put her right to work. Actually, the very next day, she met Jessica at the doghouse and picked up some dog food that had been donated to us by Walmart that I was passing on to one of our owners surrendering puppies that you will actually hear about later in today's episode. She brought the food all the way to me in Florence, and then while I was unloading all of it, she took Peanut for a walk and then took the washer machine mama dog for a walk too. This was great practice for the dogs because even though they're fantastic walkers with me, sometimes dogs aren't always the best walkers when they get to Virginia and are with new people in a new environment. So this was really nice that they got to practice with a stranger, but still be in a place where they felt safe. They both did great. I was so proud of them. On her way back to Mississippi, she stopped and picked up newspaper to open for us that we'll use for transports, and then she came to volunteer at transport today. She goes back to college in a few days, and we are so bummed we won't have her around to run our errands. <laughs> she was a major help. But anyways, let's get into today's stories. Today's theme is the Barbie movie. Oh, um, and if you hear any snoring in the background, that is my beagle mama who is passed out right behind me. I will share her crazy story in a future episode. Ordinary Barbie is a flat coat mix from the shelter here in Alabama. She was brought in as a stray. Fun fact, actually, the last few months the shelter has been closed to intakes, but they cannot turn down strays that are brought in. So almost everyone lately has been a quote-unquote stray, because even if they were owner surrenders, when the owners get turned away, they just send somebody else back in and say it was a stray. Potty Pup is a schnauzer mix. He was posted on Facebook with his litter mates as free to a good home, but the owner refused to surrender them to a rescue because she absolutely didn't want them to go to a kill shelter. Despite being explained everything about how rescues in general, let alone wolf trap, operates, she still thought that they would all be sent to a shelter to die. And she didn't want a spay voucher to get her mama fixed because they breed her and just accidentally let her get pregnant by a stray this one time. Can you, can you hear my eyes rolling right now? <laughs> Lawyer Barbie is a shepherd husky mix. She was a stray that wandered up to one of our rescue partners' homes. Yasmin is a husky Great Pyrenees mix. Someone found her as a stray when she was a puppy and took her home. They never found her owners, so they went ahead and got her spayed and up to date on vaccines. <laughs> they're moving soon and they can't take her with them, so they're surrendering her to Wolf Trap because they know what a good life she'll have with us. And that makes me so proud that we have that reputation. I'm Just Ken is a lab mix. He and a brother wandered up to someone's house and the homeowner took them to the vet to be vaccinated and then got in touch with one of our rescue partners. The next week, the brother got super sick but tested negative for all the things at the vet. Um, unfortunately, it died the next day though. The fosters just assumed it must have eaten something in their yard, but over the weekend, I'm Just Ken got sick too. They took him to the vet Monday morning, and he tested positive for Parvo. 
The fosters took him back home and treated him around the clock, and we are so glad that he survived. He is definitely one tough pup. The Barbie doll, otherwise known as TBD, otherwise known as the Black Dog, otherwise known as the Washer Machine Mama, <laughs> she might win the award for the most names that we've ever had for one dog. She is the one who we held back two weeks ago um, because she had never been out of her kennel her entire life and just needed some time to learn how to be a dog. She has done fantastic in my home and it has been so fun watching her come out of her shell. She went from literally shaking in the corner of the room to jumping on top of me to curl up and take a nap with me on the couch. She has been one of the easiest fosters I've ever had, and we actually forgot she was even there pretty often just because of how good she is. We will definitely miss her, but I am so excited for her to finally have the life she deserves, and I can't wait for her to have a family reunion with her A-litter pups from the Taylor Swift transport. Weird Barbie hands down, is my favorite name on this transport. She is a German Shepherd. I actually think she might be purebred, and I actually think she is from the same breeder as Peter Pecker. I know all my OGs remember the truly traumatic story of Peter Pecker. He was a six-week-old puppy I got a call about one night several, several years ago. He was found just a block away from my house in a field, and the finders told me that they thought his pecker had been cut off. <laughs> so I raced over there to get him and I called my vet at 10 p.m. to meet me at the clinic to fix this broken pecker. <laughs> um, spoiler alert, it was not cut off and it wasn't even really an emergency. But since he was already there, the vet just went ahead and fixed it for us. It was actually just some congenital birth defect and the pecker literally just needed to be popped back into the skin with a stitch to hold it in place. Anyways, he ended up being a purebred German Shepherd that I'm pretty sure was dumped by the breeder when they saw what his pecker looked like and realized they couldn't sell him like that. Which brings me back to Weird Barbie. She was found on my road, which intersects the road that Peter Pecker was found on, and she looks just like him. I would love to see a DNA test done on her just to find out if she is purebred and if she's related to Peter at all. She is precious though, regardless, and whoever adopts her is absolutely going to fall in love with her. She is an awesome puppy. Earring Magic Ken is a feist mix that was found as a stray by one of my fosters. They're actually the same fosters that found 1989 from the Taylor Swift transport on July 12th. And they actually found Earring Magic Ken the day after the last transport. It was a completely different area, so I'm not saying they're related or anything. <laughs> it's just crazy how fast we find them. Dropped off one and then found one the next day. I don't know. I guess that's a pointless story. Sorry. <laughs> okay, on to the litters. The R litter of two lab mixes were found by my husband's aunt here in Florence. She called me and said they were in the corner of her yard, curled up together, and none of the surrounding shelters would take them because they were full. Justin stopped by to get them on his way home from work that day. The tea litter of two Labradoodles are from the Oodles of Doodles that we pulled back in 2022. This is the same house that Dolly came from. And y'all, I'm about to be super transparent with you. <laughs> I don't know what the right thing to do in this situation is, and I don't even know if there is a right answer. If you don't remember the Oodles of Doodles story, here's a quick recap. 
someone posted a picture of a doodle in pretty rough shape on Facebook and they said they had just bought her from a breeder and they were shocked at the conditions that the dogs were living in and that the man was desperate for some help. Fast forward a week, no one had offered any help, so I stepped in. We took eight dogs from him the next day and then the dog that was posted that started the whole thing was Dolly, who we ended up taking a few months later from the buyer, and she stayed with me until she delivered her puppies and they were all old enough to go on transport together. Okay, so my dilemma. (laughs) I feel really sorry for this guy. He's an old, old man. He lives alone. He doesn't really have any family or friends. He has MS. He's going blind. He can't drive. He's just really pitiful. And I think he was once a very successful doodle breeder, unfortunately, but now he's not able to keep up with their grooming and just basic necessities. We stepped in to take all those doodles last year because he explained to me that he was in the hospital for three months that summer and he wasn't even there when one of the litters was born, so they didn't get any human interaction and he couldn't sell them, so it was just the perfect storm. But He realized that he was in way over his head now, and he wanted to get out of the breeding business. So I was more than happy to help him. I told him we would take anything he wanted us to take, and we would spay and neuter whichever ones he wanted to keep. Because I am not in the business of ripping someone's personal pets away from them if they truly love and take care of them. I just want to help him get out of this never-ending cycle. Well, he told me that a couple of them were pregnant at the time, and once they were sold, he was just going to let me spay a whole bunch of them and let us have the rest of them. And here we are, eight months later. (laughs) He reached out to me a few weeks ago, and he said he had fallen on even more hard times, and he could no longer even buy dog food for the dogs. He said if I would bring him a few bags of dog food, he would give me two three-month-old puppies that hadn't sold. So here were my options. Tell him no, because he's obviously still breeding these dogs and just let him let them starve or give him some food and take whatever he'll let me have. Obviously, I chose the latter. I brought him a trunk full of dog food that was donated from Walmart and he showed me a litter of 10 puppies that were about 10 weeks old and he told me if they didn't sell by next week, he would give them to me too. He told me he had to get on food stamps and other government help because he just has so many medical bills and he has no way to get money or work because he's so sick. He doesn't even have air conditioning in his home. I told him again how terrible this is for the dogs and that this is not what is best for any of them. And he agreed and he said he was really ready to be done now. So I don't know. (laughs) I am really upset about this whole predicament because I feel like it was a lose-lose either way. I know people are going to be mad that I helped him again, and honestly, I'm mad too. And people would have been mad if I didn't help him feed his dogs. But again, like I said in last week's episode, I'm just trying not to burn the bridges because these two puppies would have absolutely stayed there at his house and started breeding themselves in another three months if he didn't sell them. And I know he really does want to do the right things by these dogs in his heart, but it's, it's literally the only way he knows how to make money. So I can understand that that's a scary thing to give up. I don't know. (laughs) This, this has turned into a whole venting segment. (laughs) I'm really sorry about that. It's just been weighing on me because I feel so awful for him and his living conditions. 
and those poor dogs in their awful living conditions. I'm just praying he will eventually give them all to us. Phew, okay. Anyways, <laughs> the K litter of three and the D litter of three are all three-month-old lab mixes. The mamas of the puppies are not related in any way, but I think the litters might have the same dads. The owners of both mama dogs are human mother and daughters that live just a few houses apart from each other. Both dogs got pregnant at the same time and delivered puppies just three days apart, so they're not related, the puppies, but they've basically grown up together and they've been fostered together at the doghouse for the last two weeks. And it's super convenient, actually, that <laughs> the mother's litter is three boys and the daughter's litter is three girls, so we could always tell who was part of which litter. <laughs> oh, oh wait, and this is the litter, well, litters, that were actually 10 puppies last transport, but four were run over and killed or disappeared because we couldn't get them into a foster home fast enough. We actually thought it was down to five puppies last transport, and she originally only brought us five puppies, but then my favorite one, the black and tan one with the pointy ears, actually wandered back home a few days later, and she brought him straight to us that same day to be reunited with his brothers. Midge and her six puppies make up the M litter of seven. Fun fact, if you didn't know, Midge is Barbie's pregnant friend that got discontinued. I actually had her, and I loved her. <laughs> So, I thought that was the perfect name for this mama dog. They were owner surrenders. The owner had a stroke and was sent to a nursing home, so her family took turns just feeding and watering the mama and puppies. They lived outside underneath a rundown car. They were originally just surrendering the puppies, but when our rescue partner got there to pick them up and realized that meant she would be leaving Midge all alone at this house where people just come by every couple days and throw food out, she begged them to let her have her too, and we are so glad that they ended up surrendering the whole family. The bee litter of seven were brought in as strays to the Alabama shelter. They were dumped on the side of the road, and some kids actually brought them in. But as soon as the director sent me pictures of them <laughs> and I saw them, I told her they are covered in ringworm. <laughs> so they've actually been held back the last four weeks getting treated, and this makes me sick to my stomach to think about um, they were actually originally a litter of eight, but we had horrible storms come through about two weeks ago with awful thunder and lightning. Apparently, um, their kennel flooded during the storm and the puppies got so scared, I guess, from the thunder that they somehow trampled one or it got stuck somewhere and it drowned in the kennel, in the shelter. And, and this is a really nice, really clean, well-taken-care-of shelter. So just imagine the horrors that go on at the way sketchier shelters down here. As for the cats, Fashion was found as a stray by one of our fosters. Actually, the same foster who found Earring Magic Ken. Gloria was actually a litter of five that were born in someone's garage. She has dogs in her house, so she couldn't bring them inside and one by one, all the kittens disappeared, except for this baby. The C litter of two were owner surrenders from a mama cat who was actually supposed to go to Wolf Trap when she was still pregnant, but she ended up giving birth the morning of transport, so we obviously didn't send her. The owners decided to keep her in the meantime, and 
they let us spay her, but they did surrender all the kittens to us. The V litter of two are actually probably not related, but one of them was found by one of our rescue partners, Fosters. He was lying in the middle of the road and she actually thought he was dead. So she got out of her car to move him to the side of the road and that's when she realized he was still alive, but barely. <laughs> um, as she was getting back in the car though, she saw the other one come walking out of the grass. He's a lot bigger than the one that was in the road, so they might not be actual brothers, but they've been in foster care together for over a month now. The S litter of three were born to a mama cat that was found pregnant and wandering the streets after a tornado tore through a nearby town. This is actually the same tornado in the same town that the T and P litter of puppies were from last transport. That was a truly awful tornado that literally leveled the entire town. So many animals were displaced after that. Oh, and it destroyed their actual animal shelter. So several animals were killed and then a bunch that were there were loose and homeless again. The age litter of four were born to a feral cat in a nearby town called Tupelo. You may have heard of it. They have an awful feral cat problem there and a group from Oxford, Mississippi has been helping them TNR several cats. This mama, however, managed to get past them. She had her kittens inside a closet at a probation office, and that's been her home ever since. She and her kittens have had the run of the office, and the employees are all so sad that they're leaving today. And, drumroll please, <laughs> the A litter of three officially makes this the last of the 15 kittens I pulled over a month ago, back on June 28th. The transport when I lost my mind and blacked out in the shelter and drove home with 15 kittens that I had zero fosters for. <laughs> These three kittens are actually not even a litter. I don't know if any of them are related to each other and we keep calling them the mama cats kittens. Remember we sent her last week because she was separated from these kittens anyways and she was lonely. We actually sent her biological kittens back in April I believe they were the I kittens from April 26, but she took in several kittens that were not her own that were brought in and needed to be bottle fed at the shelter, which were these three kittens. So she certainly earned her freedom ride last week, and I know she is so glad to be getting some real human interaction nowadays. And I am so glad <laughs> that all 15 of these cats and kittens are officially gone and Jessica and my mom will stop bringing it up all the time now. <laughs> but anyway, it was a smaller load than usual this week with only about 31 pups, but this episode is actually a lot longer than, <laughs> than most of my other transport episodes due in part to my little, um, venting session. Sorry about that again, <laughs> but thanks for listening and make sure you subscribe so that you'll be notified when next week's episode drops because we have a, another transport next week that I'm super excited about. It's a rough life, but someone's got to do it. Mm -hmm.